Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Brendan Escott joining you on a game day. The Seattle Kraken, the expansion franchise, uh, taking on the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Oilers come in with a record of 6-1. The Kraken are 3-5-1. Miko Koskinen will start for Edmonton. He'll oppose Joey Decord. Uh, Ottawa's seventh-round pick back in 2015. Played three seasons at Arizona State. Last year with the Senators went 1-3-1, 3.27 goals against average, 8.97 save percentage. Second of a back-to-back for the Kraken. The Oilers get two teams playing the second of their back-to-backs. Nashville is in Edmonton Wednesday, and they're in Calgary the night before. So Edmonton gets Seattle, Nashville, and the New York Rangers on Kevin Lowe retirement night on Friday. And we'll have more on uh, Kevin Lowe retirement night during the course of our Hall of Fame week here on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors. That's where we're going to go uh, momentarily. Ashley Fine Floors text line, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. I'm on Twitter, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan's available. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's, and you can tweet us. And our Oilers Now account, close to 40,000 followers now, at Oilers Now. So, Jay Woodcroft at 135 today. Dave Tomlinson, who's uh, did the Canucks broadcast for a number of years. Uh, he is uh, part of this new uh, Kraken organization as a Seattle radio analyst. We'll hook up with him at about 115. But let's get to our reset for tonight's game. The orders now lineup report for Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. List your old home. Sold today. Edmonton.ca. Oilers Connor McDavid up front with Zach Hyman and Yessa Pogliarvi. Uh, McDavid now has 590 career points in 414 games. Ridiculous. Playing 22-19 per game. Obviously, he's had a tremendous stretch. Really about the last, uh, I don't know, off the top of my head, 22-23 regular season games. He's up over 50 points. Leon Dreisaitl with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Kyler Yamamoto. We've talked about Yamamoto's scoring woes of late. Derek Ryan with Warren Fogle and Zach Cassian. That line has combined for six goals in seven games this year, albeit Cassian and Fogle with one each on the power play. Devin Shore with Tyler Benson and Kyle Turris. So Benson gets back-to-back games, needs to gain some traction here. Darnell Nurse will be with Evan Bouchard. We're going to get to a text on Evan Bouchard shortly. Bouchard playing 21-16 per game. Duncan Keith will play his 1,200th NHL game with Cody Ceci, uh, Slater Cuckoo, and Tyson Berry. And the aforementioned Miko Koskinen starts in goal. We will tell you that uh, Colton Sevier, Brendan Perlini, and 
Chris Russell will be the healthy scratches for the Edmonton Oilers. That means Stuart Skinner will back up Miko Koskinen tonight. Mike Smith remains on IR. How about this week for Xavier Borgo, the uh, Oilers' first-round draft choice? Twenty Something about taking guys at number 22 for Edmonton. They got the Kraken's Jordan Eberle at number 22 back in 2008. Uh, they got Kyra Yamamoto at number 22 in 2017. And Xavier Borgo right now leads the Quebec League in scoring. He had 10 points in three games in three days on the weekend. Now has 10 goals and 24 points in 12 games this season in the Quebec League. Last night, the Kraken went with uh, Wenberg up front with Schwartz and Donskoy. Uh, Schwartz, a four-time goal scorer, uh, 20 goal scorer, spent 10 seasons with St. Louis, 14th overall pick in the 2010 draft. Yanni Gord with uh, Tanev and Yarncroke. Morgan Geeky played 36 games last year with Carolina of the Tri-City Americans. Bob Torrey's organization with Ryan Donato and the aforementioned Jordan Eberle. And another former Oiler, Riley, Riley Sheehan last night, centered Max McCormick and Nathan Bastian. Mark Giordano on defense. Flames a longtime captain. He's the Kraken's captain with Vince Dunn, who can move the puck a bit. Had 12 goals for the Stanley Cup champion 2018-19 St. Louis Blues. Jeremy Lazan, a physical presence with Adam Larson. That'll be their shutdown pairing. Hayden Fleury, many of you saw in Central Alberta of the Red Deer Rebels, where he spent parts of five seasons. Got a couple goals the other night in the same game with Jamie Alexiak, who's had two stints of the Dallas Stars. And again tonight, Joey Decord and not Philip Grubar getting the call-in goal. Chris Dreger is out. Uh, Jared McCann is in COVID protocol. Mason Appleton and Marcus Johansson out as well. Lower body issue for Johansson. Uh, Susie and Will Borgen, uh, a couple uh, extra defensemen kicking around. So that's a look and a rundown. The uh, numbers for the Krakens, 22nd in goals for, 21st in goals against, 30th on the power play, 27th in shots for. Uh, they have done a good job in PK uh, where they're tied for third with the Oilers at 90% on the penalty kill. And they're a low-event team. There are, their games are only averaging 55.7 shots per game, which tells you a little right there. All right, uh, let's get to some texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Uh, Bob, there, he can lead the league in scoring, but there's no room on this team for that type of player. Trade him for a goalie. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about there. Did I miss something there? Uh, Rob says, Bob, how many slap shots in the nude would we have to block for the Oilers to get uh, Jacob Chikrin out of Arizona? Uh, but realistically, who are some of the realistic trade additions uh, in the new year? Uh, well, the trade deadline's pushed a little bit back further this year because of the Olympic uh, break. The Oilers are going to be a team to watch. But they do have three. First-round picks caught, not not currently playing with the Oilers organization. We just talked about Borgo, the 2021 pick. Dylan Holloway, recovering right now from uh, left wrist surgery. And we'll get an update on Broberg's player of the weekend. I did hear through some sources he was pretty good. Uh, Jay Woodcroft will join us at 135 today. So when you have three number ones that aren't playing for your team, if you're a top eight team, does that put you in a position to trade a, a first-round draft choice? I think it could. Goaltending will play itself out. We, we'll see how the combination of Koskinen and Smith does. I know a lot of Oilers fans would like to upgrade there. I think the Oilers are pretty comfortable with what they got at the fence at this town. Eventually, they'll have some push coming from some of their prospects, though maybe not immediate push. 
I mean, you can make an argument if you get a third-line center and Derek Ryan goes to the four-hole and that moves Shore over to the wing, does that make you better? I, I'd, I'd have to take a look at who's out there for 3C. Others, I, I know we've mentioned Lawson Kraus in the past as a potential fourth-line left wing, and I do think there's some fans. Right, I'm going to throw it out there right now. Texas on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Are you getting concerned at this time on the situation with Kyler Yamamoto? I mean, he's playing in the top six on the line with Leon Dreisaitl and, Con- and uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's got one goal in his last 36 regular season of playoff games. So that got you a little bit concerned. He, he's basically been an even player the entire time, 5v5, during that stretch. But he hasn't been scoring. And a couple of times the other night, wouldn't shoot the puck. So keep it coming. You can text us again on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Uh, where, where did it go here? Another texter was commenting on Evan Bouchard, I find. I found it. And it, okay, here it is. Text out of Edmonton. Bob, John Shannon says Kevin Lowe played with an edge. This is what Evan Bouchard has to learn to do. Then he'll be the true star for a long time. Well, I think Bouchard's going to be a star either way. It's just the reality of the situation. So he's not going to be Kevin Lowe. Kevin Lowe didn't move the puck the way Evan Bouchard can move the puck. Kevin Lowe was a, a very important player. There's no question. Underrated player for many of those years. Uh, had a role. Had a job. Uh Bouchard's going to end up in two or three years from now being the Oilers' power play quarterback. Who knows? Might happen even sooner than that. When we come back, the curious... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Case of Dave Tomlinson? We'll explain that and get a look at the Seattle Kraken. It's 114 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. 117 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer in Ice District, 8th floor, Edmonton Oilers and the Seattle Kraken. Let's get a look at the Kraken right now. We are joined by a man who uh, did a uh, fair amount of work over the years on the Vancouver Canucks radio broadcasts, also in some of the international broadcasts for TSN. He is working as a Kraken radio analyst. We welcome back to the show Dave Tomlinson. Dave, it's Bob. How are you doing? Bob, uh, it's great to talk to you again, and even more special to be uh, here in Edmonton and being a part of the Kraken broadcast. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, and thank you for turning things around quickly for us. Uh, we've had a, it's, uh, we've got, uh, it's a busy week for Edmonton, three games in five days. There's an event Thursday night, obviously, around Kevin Lowe's retirement Friday against the, the New York Rangers. There's a lot of excitement, though. Uh, I will tell you, for Oilers fans, they want to see uh, the Seattle crack and obviously not matched by what it's meant uh, you know, for that city and that community, and, and that's the starting point for me. Like, uh, what's the experience been like so far for you? How much have you enjoyed? Uh, you know, you didn't stop calling games; you kept on doing games after the rights change out in, in Vancouver. But what, what's it been like so far? Well, it's been awesome. It really has. Uh, Seattle has got an awesome management group. 
uh, ownership, and they, I think they went about it the right way. Obviously, years before, they were knocking on the door of the NHL, wanting to uh, be the 32nd franchise, and uh, the league likes to take their time and make sure that everything's going to go according to schedule, and the big thing was the arena, uh, now called Climate Pledge Arena, but it was the old key arena in Seattle, and you know, it's a, an engineering marvel. They kept the roof because it's a historical piece in Seattle. They propped it up and they built underneath it, dug down 50 feet, put in a beautiful arena, kept the original uh, glass, and then was ready to go for the home opener against the Vancouver Canucks. They've really done everything properly so far, uh, the Kraken organization. And like all you know, top-notch organizations, they want to do everything they can to have the player feel as though that all he needs to concentrate on is going out and doing his best. So it's been really enjoyable for me to be a part of uh, such a, a well-thought-out process and to, to watch this expansion team go to work. Well, they stung the Oilers twice. Now, Adam Larson, and you know the story, lost his father here at Edmonton, uh, had suffered cardiac arrest and unfortunately passed away. And Adam gave Edmonton five pretty good years here, and that ultimately was the choice uh, of Adam. And I know the players have nothing but respect for him and think the world of him as a guy. Uh, but also, Philip Grubauer played a factor in what could have been for Edmonton uh, because had Colorado signed Grubauer, they wouldn't have traded for Darcy Camper, and Darcy Camper might be at Edmonton Oilers by now. I want to start with the goaltenders and the defense, and just a thought: is that, the, in your opinion, is that an area of strength in this organization? It is, and I thought that seeing that who they had taken for expansion draft picks and and what they did with signing Alexiak, I thought that it would be a team that would really lock it down defensively and not be, be that risky offensively, but. Their defense has offered up some offense, and so it's a Seattle team that you know is looking for some goals from where they they can find it. But I found that they've played you know a real pressure type game, uh, and the defense are a part of joining the rush a lot, a lot more than I had figured. Um, I, Adam Larson has really played well. He's been teamed up with Jeremy Lozon, and those two, they read off each other really well. They're both very physical. I've been impressed with Larson just being simple, making a simple pass, a simple play, not trying to do too much. Still gets physical, still gets in the way out there, and so that will be a, a, a pairing that's going to have to try and contain uh, two of your Edmonton scoring lines. Uh, 885 team save percentage through 29 games this year. Grubauer is at 896. Could he play better, or is that just a byproduct? Like this is a team coming together, and at times they've leaked uh, some high-grade scoring opportunities. Starting on the road, uh, going out east, and then jumping in a bunch of different time zones. Uh, Grubauer has been very, very good. Better at home during the homestand than he was out on the road. But Seattle has been out shooting most teams, so you know he's not is getting as many shots. And then it's just that you know that time where you need that big save. He did that in the homestand. Did it against Montreal in the win. Did it against Minnesota. Uh, but on the road, that that big save wasn't as prevalent for Grubauer. I think he can be better. But again, he's getting used to the defense in front of him. Uh, he's going to be their guy for sure. Of course, tonight's Joey Decord. But for Grubauer, I think he's settling into the style of play. 
uh, the sight lines in the arena, that, that's those sorts of things. But he's going to be a big piece of this Kraken team if they want to stay, you know, within uh, an arm's reach of other teams in the Pacific Division trying to think about a playoff spot. Seattle Kraken radio analyst Dave Tomlinson, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Dave, uh, we, we saw Wild Bill Carlson just step up sort of unexpected and have an unbelievable campaign with Expansion Vegas. Who is the best bet to do that for the Seattle Kraken up front? Well, I'd like to think it's Jared McCann. Now, he is on COVID protocol and didn't play last game, and his shot would have made a difference with the four power plays that Seattle had, and they couldn't convert. Uh, I followed McCann probably as you have since he was a Vancouver draft pick, and this is the first opportunity for him where there's really nobody ahead of him. You know, he was in Vancouver. There were the Sedins and Kessler. He was in um, Florida. You know, there was Barkoff and, and Huberto, and he was in Pittsburgh, and, of course, you know, Malkin and Crosby. And he gets to Seattle, and he's getting more of an opportunity uh, and is a big part of their power play. But without him, you know, they are looking for somebody else. Uh, Jordan Everly continues to be creative, continues to chip in offensively, continues to be a guy that is going to find scoring chances. I I don't think they have, uh, you know, another Carlson or another Marcia so that's going to go to that level scoring-wise. It's really going to be scoring by committee. Yeah, well, and that's, I mean, that's that's the thing that I noticed just in the expansion draft. Like, they were, they were, they were heavy and tough on the back end, obviously, and, they, you know, getting Alexiak and Larson signed all those long-term deals and had lots of options on defense. But traditionally, uh, expansion franchises have been a little bit challenged to score. All right, we got to get to it. Uh, a number of years ago, Dave, I was sitting at uh, a friend of mine's pub, Pub 1905 in downtown Edmonton, and I bumped into David Tomlinson, the TH. Oh, yes. The, the TH Tomlinson, and he told right. me he told me this story. Bob, did you know that? Uh, and and David's a, a lawyer uh, for a, a a business here in town. So he's like he's he's sort of like their their corporate guy at the top of the, of the proverbial food chain. He said, "Did you know right. that me and the guy that does color for Vancouver, uh, both David Tomlinsons, one with an H, one without an H. I played against the David Tomlinson with an H, by the way, Dave. I played a he he grew up in Andrew, and and when I played out in Fultonvale, I played against him. Uh, oh, oh yeah, and he was he was a pretty dominant player at that age, like a real good major junior player." How weird is this? Just for our listeners, just, there's two guys named Dave Tomlinson. We're talking to the Seattle Kraken radio analyst with the T-O, and then there's uh, Dave Tomlinson with a T-H. You both played 42 games in the NHL. Right. You both scored one goal in the NHL. Love it. You both had three assists in the NHL. Uh, you went minus 15 in your NHL career. He went minus 16. You had 36 shots on goal. He had 35 shots. How in the hell does that happen? That's got to be the craziest. I mean, and, and at what point did somebody actually make you aware of this? Um, it was a bunch of years ago when I was working at TSN 1040 where somebody had written an article about it calling you know, the mysterious case of Dave Tomlinson and then had the T and then the H in brackets and and, and so forth. And, and I, I wasn't aware. I, I, was, I knew of Dave Tomlinson. <clears throat> this is the way I describe us. And if he's listening, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just fun to say. My nickname when I played hockey was Sniper. His nickname when he played hockey was Chopper. So we were two different players. Um, but you look at the numbers and it's uncanny. And I will tell you this. When I went to the Toronto Maple Leafs, 
Uh, I was drafted in the supplemental round um, to the Leafs. I went to the first training camp, and I was using an Easton. You know, you had the shaft, and then you had the blades that you put in there. Oh. I had his pattern. <laughs> it had TH on it, Tomlinson written down the, the, the hosel there. And I couldn't use this thing. I mean, I had better luck if I was, you know, slinging mud against a wall. So my first couple of games in training camp with the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I'm using his pattern. And so it took a little bit to finally get mine. And then we played against each other when I was, I believe I was with the St. John's Maple Leafs in the minors, and he would have been with Providence. And we, we, I was a, I'm a center, but I was playing the wing on this game. We lined up against each other for a faceoff. And I'm thinking, I wasn't a fighter, Bob, you know that. Yeah. I was thinking, you know what? Here's the chance for me to drop the gloves. You can't lose. Tomlinson's going to win this one. So, uh, some fun times. Did you end up, did you fight him? No. Because <laughs> he, he than I was. as I recall, he was capable. It wasn't like he was assertive in that, but he was, I mean, he's a little bit bigger than you, so he was certainly capable of doing it back in his junior yeah. days. So, uh, oh, yeah, he was like, he was one of those guys that was like five foot 11 at 12. You know what I mean? Like a bigger kid at 12. So it's just right, crazy right. that you had the, the, I mean, one goal, three assists. You both had four points. You went minus 15. He went minus 16. And, you, you know, you had one more shot. I mean, what are the chances of that happening? That's got same amount of games played. That's got to be the crazy. You played 42 more games in the NHL than I did, by the way, Dave, just to set the record. Well, there you go. I was going to say, if, if we're going to talk stats, let's go to my IHL numbers. Those are more glowing. <laughs> yeah, you and Rob Brown, right? But as I right. as I often say to Rob, you were so good. You only you know you had a 49 goal season, and the coach didn't want to give you the 50 because they knew they're going to have to pay you more of the upcoming contract. Dave, great stuff. Uh, it was great seeing you today at the rink, and we'll see you down here tonight. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, my mom, uh, Lola Shinowski, is from Edmonton, and her husband, Garth, they watch all the games. They're huge Oilers fans, so uh, I don't know what side of the fence she's going to be on tonight, but I'm looking forward to uh, being uh, in the arena and calling the game. Well, it should be uh, hopefully an entertaining night. Thanks for your time, Dave. You bet, Bob, anytime. That is Dave Tomlinson, who is uh, doing the Seattle Kraken's uh, radio broadcast this year as an analyst. And it's uh, yeah, it's the curious case of the Dave Tomlinson's. What a, what a funny story that is. Uh, we're going to get an update from the farm at 135 today. Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. We'll take a quick timeout right now and head off to a global news weather traffic update. Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.